The Love Gurus podcast is starting now. The Love Gurus are comics that bring comedic wisdom to the savages asking bizarre relationship questions on the internet. Your hosts are Suzanne Leah Shepard and Jake Vebra. I am the Love Gurus pet robot Cassandra. I love you. Oh, Cassandra the robot, how do I love you so much too? You are the greatest goddamn machine ever created. You're amazing in opening the show. Uh, we are going to have another quarantine show, but um, starting soon, hopefully, we're going to be uh, doing these in person again. So better audio, that kind of thing. Suzanne, how's quarantine treat you? Yeah, so good. So good. Uh, really, you know, here's the one thing that's been great is, uh, you know, listeners, maybe you know this, but the Love Gurus have a TikTok account, and uh, we just hit... 4,000 people. Unclear if they're real people or bots, but hey, you know, it's, uh, someone followed us. And, uh, you know, if it's Russian bots, well, we love them. <laughs> That's right. We're going to be on TikTok until that fat orange fuck in the White House uh, shuts it down. So definitely follow us on there until that happens. But, um, we are going to have an awesome show today. I'm really excited about our guest. First up, uh, she's a returning guest. She's a hilarious stand-up comic. Follow her on social media. Jessica Rotundi, how's it going? Thank you for coming back to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Same, same. Love having you on the show. And actually, you can check out Jessica live uh, at the Tiny Cupboard in Brooklyn on October 14th at the Boom Boom Room Comedy Show. So go yes. see your live. Get off your fucking lazy asses and go laugh, people. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, October is, you know, once it starts to get cool, you know, find someone to snuggle with and just go watch some comedy, you know? Like, <laughs> all of you people who've been breaking the CDC guidelines and dating anyway, do it legally now. Like. Exactly. Exactly. You know you've been swiping right on Tinder and, and, and killing boomers with every swipe this entire time. <laughs> now you can now you can go see a fucking comedy show. Um yeah. Let, let me bring in our second guest, and this is actually, this is a fun one for me. Me and this guy actually host another podcast together <laughs> called Idiots on Parade. Nathan Timmel, welcome to the Love Gurus. This is yeah. a podcast episode. Yes. Hello. We've done, we're doing back-to-back -to -back today. It's the first time I've been on here. I mean, we've, been, we've known each other for years and years, but first time we've, we've co-mingled. We've, we've mixed worlds. Yeah. yeah. The Love Gurus is essentially the side piece for uh, Jake's podcasting, and uh, hey, I mean, you know, that's, that's it fits with the name, you know. It's it's so. wild, yeah. You guys got to check out uh, check check out Timmel's albums, man. He's got a bunch of fucking great albums on yeah. Spotify, a bunch of hilarious books on Amazon. Uh, I'm excited to have him on the show today, man. This is a this is a cross. This is like um, sort of like when the Avengers met Debbie from Debbie Does Dallas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was just it's a cross fucking genre thing. It's great. He I you missed know, that. I missed I was that movie. on and shit oh. on you, like right off the bat, because I just love the way you said he's got hilarious books on Amazon, which shows you have never even looked at them, considering <laughs> they're nonfiction books about my kids and my life. <laughs> I mean, they might have abusing parts, but they're they're, they're about my kids. <laughs> Dude, I am technically still a millennial. I do not read a fucking thing that's over a hundred and forty parenting books. I'm waiting for the parenting movie to come out on Netflix. I'm waiting for the spinoff series. I will not read a goddamn thing, sir. No one reads a goddamn thing. That's uh, well, and I'm a nobody. That's why they don't sell. But yeah, you're not you're not alone in not knowing anything about them. There you go. But listeners, you should, you guys should, should learn to read out there and you should pick up Timbal's books because I'm sure 
they're 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 great. I thought they were probably funny since he's a comic. I figured wit would be a good thing to add to the books, but apparently that's not in there. You can get good parenting advice instead. You know, but here's here's the thing. Maybe someone did read them and they thought, isn't that hilarious? He had children. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Doctor Spock is just laughing at it, like roasting him, laughing at yeah. him for the wrong reasons. Like, uh, like Greta, Greta Thunberg, the, the climate change uh, girl, is like, yeah. hilarious, people are having children. Yeah, yeah, she's <laughs> all in, 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 in Sweden going, look at this fucking guy here. He thinks this is how you raise a baby. What a fucking do. And then Dr. Phil's coming along like, I cannot believe he fucking thought that was a good idea. Yeah. Look at my yeah. mustache and bald head. You definitely know that Dr. Phil's regretting uh, having kids. His kids kind of turned out to be jerks. Did they? I don't know a fucking thing about. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know he had kids. He has a son that he he bought a house in L.A. and it was like obviously like bought with his his with Doctor Phil's money, but his son was like crying poverty that like oh woe is me as far as money and stuff. But then his dad just like bought him like a thirteen million dollar mansion or something. So it's like <laughs> his, wow, like his um you know, his perception of reality is different than maybe yours or mine would be. So he's, he's not like Tom Hanks's kid that acts in movies. He's more like Tom Hanks's kid that, 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 that raps. He's like a shitty rich kid. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. But here's, Affluenza. Here's yes. Yeah. But oh, I, Affluenza. Yeah, exactly. I stubbed my toe on my golden tiara. <laughs> But I'll be honest, I if I if my parents were super loaded, I wouldn't I would be even more of an asshole than I am. You know, like I'm already kind of like a jerk mm. and an asshole. Like adding money to that equation wouldn't have made me a better person at all. So Oh, that's a good point, man. I you know, we give rich people too much shit as a society for being yeah, jerks. I would be I'd be way more of a jerk. Yeah. I'd be evil. I would, I would be worse than uh Martin Scrilly the Pharma bro. I'd be worse than that guy. Oh, you guys no, would you... pay me so much money for AIDS medication. So much money. It would be ridiculous. You'd all be skinny and fucking broke. Uh, but great. But yeah, so um, Martin Scrilly is a total scumbag. And we also have some great questions from scumbag for the Absolutely, podcast. we do. But before we get to that, I'm going to plug the white wine, the unofficial ah. fifth member of the show every week. I am drinking Elysia Pinot Grigio. The what Astoria brand wine. That's nice. right. I'm in Astoria drinking Astoria wine. And uh, we did have a show together last night digitally. So I use that in ex as an excuse to get very drunk. So this is helping me out a lot. <laughs> it's going to be a way better podcast about halfway through this bottle. Um, it's going to de-hang over my hangover. That's what's going on here. Yeah, got to uh, get that teeter-totter back to back the other side. <laughs> A absolutely absolutely gonna go bite the snake with the hair of the dog or whatever they say um <laughs> i am i am going to what bring on some intro music first question on the love gurus people if you have questions you would like to write into the love gurus podcast write them to love gurus podcast at yahoo.com we are going to take our first question from the wild savages on yahoo answers first question how can I tell my boyfriend that I want him to be more affectionate and romantic with me without sounding like I'm needy or asking a lot? We've been dating for a year now. He used to be very attentive and affectionate. He would get me flowers often, surprise me, etc. After COVID and after a series of events that involved his ex-girlfriend, she stalked him and tried to talk to me, then took me to court for a restraining order. <laughs> he stopped doing what? 
Wait, what? She breezed over. Well, okay. All right. Continue. Wait, I missed something. <laughs> what? So, okay. So this is so. Okay. So uh, so there's more to the push, but to summarize what I've just read, her overall question is: How can I tell my boyfriend that I want him to be more affectionate and romantic? He he would often surprise her with flowers. Uh, after COVID and a series of events that involved his ex-girlfriend, she stalked him and tried to talk to me, then took me to court for a restraining order. He stopped doing those things. Oh, my God. So, uh, so he stopped buying me flowers. He doesn't do romantic gestures. I feel like I've always given more since the beginning. I'm this a woman is a fucking animal. <laughs> I'm a huge gifter. And even though I gift the smallest, even though I gift the smallest things, from a bar of his favorite candy and a handwritten note just to let him know that I appreciate them. Uh, he's made a few mistakes in the past where he says, I'm sorry, I'll fix it, but he never does end up fixing it. He says that how he wanted to replace a ring he got me because it broke and we kept bringing it up for a few months and he never got to it. It's a $7 ring. So I just ended up fixing it. <laughs> okay. Am I, I wrong? I got answers here. <laughs> Can I double check? So that's so yeah. So that's okay. So yeah. So to summarize the question, she her her question is how is am I wrong for wanting romance? She wants him to be more affectionate, more romantic. He was affectionate and romantic and would give her small gifts. Then there there then was this incidente with the ex girlfriend, and now the boyfriend is not as affectionate and romantic. All right. Two two thoughts. Uh, one. She has low self-esteem. Go to a therapist, deal with that, break up with him, and then worry about the rest of your life because this relationship is not the end-all be-all of your life. You're, you're, you're whining about it. You're, you're, you're throwing all this drama in that doesn't need to be there. Deal with your own shit first and then find a good relationship. Or two, if you want to- Yeah, she's got a lot of shit too. That's what I fucking, that was my takeaway. Anyway, go ahead. If you want a real answer for how do you get him to be more romantic, there are two approaches. There's the whiny approach. You don't buy me flowers anymore. You didn't fix my ring. Or there's the direct approach, which is, hey, get your shit together. Be more romantic or I'm out of here. She doesn't sound like the latter part of the- so romantic. No, she sounds like the latter. According to like the form of the wine. From your mouth. So. <laughs> I think she does both. I, I thought she sounded like the first thing, but according to official court documents, she's very direct with things that she wants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Did she stalk him or did the ex-girlfriend stalk she him? She stalked the ex. Well, it's funny. She, it's, ex she stalked. stalked the ex. So, it. I mean, you know, this is something I feel like there's a lot of very important details left out of this question. Yeah. Well, all, it's, there, all it says is that she stalked him. So the ex-girlfriend stalked the boyfriend. Right. And the then filed a restraining order like the ex is a psycho. But right. this yeah, that, also... That changed their relationship. <laughs> no, I'm so on the ex's side. I'm only on the ex. I'm hard for the ex on this one. <laughs> this is... Okay, here's... And I try to point this out at least once an episode. Um... I, I always try to err against the person writing the question because A, they're, they're psychopaths usually. And, and B, <laughs> more importantly, this is their pro-them propaganda. This is their Fox News, their MSNBC, their North Korean state-run news if they're the chubby little fellow that runs the country. So it's allegedly. very much, allegedly. It's very <laughs> allegedly if they did any wrongdoing, yes. And so it's going to err heavily toward them 
it, because it's their source, you know? So when they, when they leave out details that seem important, when they brush over things, I have to think that it's very convenient for them. When she just goes, yeah, this crazy bitch was like stalking my man. She filed a restraining order against me. Anyway, I bought him chocolate bars, you know, like, <laughs> what, what, whoa, yeah. what was the restraining order? What did you do? Like that is, what did you do? I think she's going crazy. Something. She's getting jealous. She's fucking going after the ex. That's, that's totally what's going on here. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, what you saying? Sorry, I think you, what, you, you were saying something, Jessica? Oh, well, I said it. She's definitely, I feel we're, yeah, we're leaving. She's definitely leaving some stuff out. I mean, I, I agree a lot with Nathan. I, I think therapy would, would be good in not a judgmental way. I think mo everyone mostly, mostly should be in therapy. But um, she also should just have her own life a little bit more. Like, it, you know, in a more, maybe in the, I, I appreciate the very direct approach, although I think it's hard for women to do that a lot of time, but like go out more with friends, like maybe even start dating other guys. Like don't make your whole world and self-esteem be this dude. Cause it does yeah. sound like that's a little bit what's going on. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. That's, I definitely agree with that. Um, here's, so when I was in, in college, I started dating this guy and it was like, we definitely started dating after he broke up with his ex-girlfriend. However, it was a situation where they still, well, this was college. So, you know, like living situations are a different thing. So they were roommates in college. Then they started dating. Then they broke up. We started dating, but they still lived together. Oh so yeah. They, you know, so anyway. That sounds positive. Yeah. So <laughs> One of those really fun, messy situations. It sounds like a sitcom. Exactly. So it, Netflix series. Not, you got to go for multiple episodes. Yeah. So she was not okay with us dating Obvi. Oh, so, of course. But yeah. she was over him, right? She was so over him. Like whatever. Until she showed up at my apartment and tried to like confront me. So my oh my I, god. My, he was over at my house, like, and she like legit stock saw that his car was at my apartment came to my, like, figured out which one, because, you know, this was, like, a huge complex, figured out which oh one my was my God. She knocks on terrible. the door. My roommate opened the door, and she said all she saw were these arms swinging, slammed the door shut, locked it again, took me, and, like, ran me back to the back bedroom and is, like, holding me like this. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, <laughs> Alicia's at the front door! <laughs> so he goes out and, like, deals with her, Wow. Anyway, so, um, but it, it, I, I think this lady is Alicia. I think I this lady I is Alicia. <laughs> She's going, Do you believe my boyfriend's ex, this crazy bitch, is stalking him? I'm going to boil her pets. I'll fucking teach her. I'll teach you to yeah. stalk my man, you crazy whore. You know? <laughs> Here, the thing about new relationships is they're already tumultuous enough, like even in the best situations where it, uh, you know, you're, you're still kind of like figuring each other out and you're not like comfortable yet, if that makes sense, you know, like resting. So imagine you're still trying to figure that out while also being scared that the ex-girlfriend is going to throw a brick through your bedroom window. Like, <laughs> of course he's not going to be caught in CVS buying chocolates. Like, yeah. she is going to blow it. Like, she's going to He needs like to be buying a helmet and fucking bear mace. Oh my yeah. God. I am scared for this man's safety. Yeah, so from the guy's perspective, I feel like, you know, he's not as affectionate anymore. He's not as romantic, maybe because he's scared that his ex is hiding in a bush with a machete, like <laughs> waiting to chop off the hand that's holding his new girlfriend's hand. I mean- I'm scared that, that his current girlfriend, that the lady that wrote the question is hiding in a bush, ready to chop things off with a machete. 
I'm way more concerned about her. She's the one with the restraining order from an ex. You know how crazy you have to be <laughs> to where your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend takes out a restraining order against you? That's insane. They didn't even make stalker movies like that in the night. Like Glenn Close's character in Fa Fatal Attraction wasn't even that fucking nut. No, I don't know if that's actually all the facts, but I love how worked up Jake is getting about Dude, it. I am scared for the ex's safety. I'm scared for this man's safety. I'm scared for our safety just for reading her question on the podcast and me talking so much shit about her. I, I, just, I, say, that's the part. I agree with you. For help and here she's getting blasted. We all have targets on our back now, so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, agree. I was stalked by the co-host of love gurus i had to fucking kill him yeah but because i agree with jake because of the fact that she's sort of like this is like a huge event like someone's like the fact that you have this altercation with the ex is by far the biggest part of this this story this question, <laughs> she just kind right? of throws it in <laughs> yeah and she's she's just like it, like there's definitely like a glitch wrong in her brain she's like He's not getting me chocolates. Oh yeah, we. Oh yeah, and you know. Yeah, it's one. It's one of those like she just slips in like the you know she what all that when when somebody hides the story or whatever. It's like oh I don't understand what's going on with our relationship. Like I murdered his Adam his pet, but like why is he so right? Weak? Yes, yes. Right. It's there's something not right in her head where she's she's whining about a seven dollar ring yet ignoring legal actions being brought against her. <laughs> Who fixes like, a $7 ring? You just pay $7 for a new ring at that point. How right? much cheaper yeah. is it to fix a $7 ring? Is there some, <laughs> is there like the fucking, the, the Kmart of jewelers who's going, yeah, for three fifty I can fix that $7 ring so you won't have to. Uh, yeah, how do you know? It's, yeah, exactly. Do you, get, do you get a quote for that? Do you go to different sources? That's <laughs> weird. How does that work for? Fixing $7 rings. Um, and plus, I didn't think of this. I don't know how uh, nice you people are. I'm, I'm sort of a, a closed off dick. I've never met any of my, whenever I've been in any relationship, I've never met an ex of anyone I'm in a relationship with. Oh, I have wow. no reason to meet them. I have no reason to hang out. I have no reason to like, you know, you were with the person I'm with before me. We need to talk. You know, like, I. so the sheer fact that you're having interactions, because that's the one thing I always find odd about TVs or, or like the show Friends where everybody's just friends and they hook up and they break up and there's no emotions or the sky, but we're all like, no, I don't, you know, I have no reason to meet anyone that I don't want to meet. And, and I don't want to meet someone that was fucking someone I'm fucking before me. It's just. Right. Just, so you're saying no, no sledding with the Eskimo brothers there. None of that. No. The only you, time I did it was not, it was a messy situation. It was like the guy had dated the guy had dated my my good friend like a few years before me, and I thought they were just friends. And then of course he thought he was in love with her when we started dating, and it was like, oh my god, it was a total nightmare. Yeah. So I would never want to go through anything like that again. Absolutely, yeah. I've never once heard somebody go, dude. I'm so glad that I I ran into my significant other's ex the other day. We're we're such good friends now. We fucking hang out. We go camping and shit. So like there's none we're of that. Best friends. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Like you just tell. I, I I've definitely been in situations where it's like a group of people and they sort of like tell that crazy story of like, oh, we used to date, you know, years before. Isn't that funny? And you're kind of like, no, I'm just uncomfortable now. Uh, it's not <laughs> funny at all. <laughs> uh, but I agree. I actually I don't I don't have 
uh, a story of meeting a, a boyfriend's ex, except for the, the story I just told. But I agree with you. I think it's, it's weird. It's just a recipe for disaster. You know, I've got enough problems with my self-esteem. Like, yeah, I have, I have, I, I, I knew a, a, someone that worked at a comedy club. Uh, I won't go into too many details. It's not my place to tell her story, but uh, we became friends and I, I was older than, so she would like ask me for advice, like sort of a love guru. And she kept getting in these failing relationships. And I found out over time that the problem was she just sort of dated in this circle of friends where she'd like just bounce from one guy to the other who, who I'm just like, as a guy sitting back going, oh, Jesus, sweetie, they all just want to fuck you. Like they're all friends and they're taking turns. You're looking for a relationship with one of these guys. No guy's going, dude, my best friend just banged her. Now I'm dating her. It's like, no, they'll all bang you, but you're looking for a relationship. You can't do that within a circle of guys. You're, you're getting used. And I felt bad for her, but she's like, I don't see what the problem is. I'm like, I, you know, I'm, I'm speaking to you as a guy. Trust me. They don't want a relationship with you. Yeah, that's, just, that would make a, a very awkward best man speech. Just I knew as soon as I was climaxing inside the bride that these two would be perfect for each other. So I fucking introduced him. I put my pants back on and I said, you got to meet my friend Ted. And then five years later, here they are. Yep. I feel like God. I feel like there's a skit from a movie where then they like reveal that like the best man had anal with her, but the groom hadn't. Like, doesn't that sound familiar? That's no, but it sounds dumb. like it'd be in something in Bridesmaids, which I never saw. But yeah, that's where it's like, you've never done anal with me anyway. There, uh, no, there was. Okay, you guys ever watch Impractical Jokers? There was one where um, Saul had like failed or whatever. You know how like they lose, and if 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 you lose, you got to do a fucking thing at the end. It's a punishment. No, no, a goddamn thing about the show. It frightens me that you do, including uh, that you know their names. Yes, well, <laughs> he's very into it. It, it. Yeah, I I love that you guys are disgusted by this. But go on, go on YouTube, check out um, Saul uh, Wedding. That's a good one. He basically the bride and groom were in on it and he pretended like he was a groomsman or something like that. And he had to read a speech that the other guys had written for him. And he's talking about, you know, like doing anal with the bride and stuff like that. <laughs> and just the families are spitting champagne out. Like, what the fuck did he just say? And it's I, I mean, he's, he's just mortified the entire time he's reading. It. I mean, it's a big wedding, like fancy um, you, you know, everybody's in nice suits. The place is decked out to the nines. It looks like a really official wedding. There's like 200 people in there. And he's just going on about like raunchy stories that are fake, you, you know, about the, the, the bride. And see, it, here's it, it, the it, thing it, about, like, I get that the bride, I haven't seen it, but I get that the bride and groom are like in on the joke. But like her grandma's not. Like the that's next- That's what makes thing, it funny. That's the what next giving grandma's going to be like, I get why- I, she's like, she's like, Grandma, it's not true. And Grandma's like, but then why? Like, you can never answer the question why with that scenario. Dude, laughter is the best medicine. And if <laughs> Anna doesn't grow a sense of humor now, she's going to die of COVID. It's COVID I, season. I got permission to uh, from my wife to say fuck during my toast uh, at our wedding. Because then she said, all right, if you're going to say fuck, then my follow-up is going to be, Something about how, and then my now husband just said fuck in front of my grandmother who he's meeting for the first, or something like that. So nice. you got to get permission. But if, if she's good with it, you, you know, you're good with it. Grandma was there. She heard me get, say fuck. As, in my long as, it's, as long as it's choreographed, like you yeah. said. 
And you know, yeah, not me. I'm asking permission for nothing. We're just gonna see what the fuck happens. I'm gonna have a few glasses of champagne, maybe a little bit of scotch, and we're gonna see what comes. Out. I'm not writing anything. I'm just gonna start riffing into that microphone in <laughs> front of you? in front of my parents, her parents, and God. <laughs> is that is that gonna be for your vows, Jake, or for uh for your yeah? Family? Is that your vows? <laughs> Wait, what's the difference? I don't know anything about weddings. So the vows are when you, well, I guess there's two, so you can- you No, can, like the, the vows is like the heartfelt moment right. where you get married, you know, and you- You, you can you, either have the, the officiant read the uh, boring, do you take this- Or you or write you your, write your own. own vows and you know, like, oh, when I first saw you, my pee pee tingled, you know, whatever. I think I'm gonna- Oh, that's good. Amy can you write that down? We're recording this, right? write his own vows. Dude. <laughs> I either want to write my own vows or since neither one of us are religious, I might do like an old, old school religious conservative wedding and I'm going to have a Norse priest do it. You know what I mean? Like it's all going to be based on Odin and Thor and stuff like that. And it's, it's Valhalla's going to be mentioned in the vows. It's going to be. Yeah, I thought you were going to go a different direction. I thought you were going to say, I'm going to go old school and just get a contract. You are my property now, the woman. Yeah. I'm just going to have. Yeah, dude, we're doing Old Testament. I'm going to show up at the altar with like chickens and pigs and shit yeah, and like give them to her dad. She's my property now. And the then next Supreme Court would uphold that. The, the way the Supreme Court is going, that would be upheld. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> According man. to Fuhrer fucking Trump. I I own her now. It's yeah. it's six to six to four ruling. She my property. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna laughing, brand but... her. I'm gonna fucking brand her like the guy in Nexus. Oh, no. She's mine oh, no. now. Old Testament. I can't believe League. you went there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's hey, man. not often that I'm surprised what comes out of Jake's mouth on this <laughs> podcast. I was surprised. <laughs> it's Trump's America. We brand women at the altar now. <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg is gone. It's a new kind of justice system. Oh, it's sad because it's true. Um, so yep. I think we answered that question. <laughs> I think so too. Um, Madam get and and i don't think therapy is the right answer i think i do but i mean i'm talking the kind of therapy that hannibal lecter had i'm talking behind glass i'm talking wheeled out with that little cage thing over your mouth that's what this lady needs she's a fucking wild animal anyway uh next question on the love gurus people write your questions into love you have questions you know we have answers we're gonna take Here's another question from the Wild Savages on the Okay. Next question. How can I ask my husband to get Viagra? I love my husband very much. <laughs> wait, wait, let us laugh. Don't read until I process this. This is the greatest Viagra commercial ever made. This is from the heart. How can I ask my husband to get Viagra? I love my husband very much, but to be honest, he only lasts three to five minutes in bed. I haven't ever told him it's not long enough. I feel he should be able to realize that on his own. I mean, it's super quick. I would never leave him for this, but it would be nice if he could last longer. I tried a few different condoms, hoping maybe if he doesn't feel as much, he'll last longer, but it's the same, maybe a minute longer if anything. I know he's not doing it to be selfish. He tries to keep going, but he can't get it up again for a while. And by then the mood's gone. I feel like I need to tell that him- That is how penises work. <laughs> She's correct. To try this, but how do I even bring it up? I don't want him to feel bad. I love him and I'd stay with him and I'd never cheat over this, but 
it would be nice to try it. How can I bring this up? Okay, I'm gonna Google on the side here because I, I'm, I'm having a problem with the initial question. Does Viagra make you last longer? Well, or does it just give you the ability to get an erection in the first place? Because he could get- exa Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was gonna I wasn't say. even thinking about that. That's I think a good fucking point. I think it can make you last longer, but I might be All right. wrong. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google yeah. this because I thought I it was just- I was under the impression that Viagra was if you couldn't get it up at all. Like it's just- Yeah, always that's totally what it is. I think oh, that's shit. true, but- but you know in the you, disclaimer where they're like, and if you end up being erect for like eight hours or something, oh, yeah. that's why I'm thinking like it does. Yeah, you me. can, it is, it, you know you know how they say if you have an erection that lasts more than three hours, contact a doctor? Yeah. That's because what, what happens is, that happens to dudes if they take Viagra sometimes and don't need it. If you have it for more than three hours, what can happen is like when your dick gets hard, it's because blood's in the dick, yeah? What, the blood can crystallize in the veins of the dick. I know, but it's blood. That's what's going on in there. Medically speaking, I know, no, I know. That's where boners come from. It ain't the fucking boner fairy like your parents told you when you was little. It's it's blood in the dick. And okay. what can happen is the blood. I thought that's why you wanted you cup the balls because you were like pumping it up. No. Well, it's yeah, yeah. It pumps the blood in there. It's I I, I know. Like I, those I sneakers where you pump up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Look, I don't know how your scoutmaster said it works, but this is how it fucking works, all right? This is, this is grown-up information now. Blood is in the dick, and, and what can happen if it's, if it's hard for that long, for like hours and hours and hours, the blood basically crystallizes in there, and, and it has to be fucking amputated because it just will not. No, it's it, not going to be amputated. It has happened. It has absolutely happened. Now, but not I, after four hours, after several, several, several hours, but yeah, it's yeah. happened – and I, I think we had a, uh, a, a new story on Idiots on Parade, our, our, our podcast, uh, where a guy in like India or something yeah. had that fucking happen. But he had it like overnight. It was like- yeah, He had it forever. Right. So I, I did Google and, and according to Google, uh, one, once you uh, uh, complete, the erection will still go away. It, it, uh, Viagra gives you the ability to perform, but- it, it, Not necessarily. By the way, if you autofill on Google, if you write, does Viat, the thing pops up, uh, make you last longer. That was the first autofill. I'm like, well, geez, I'm, I'm not the only person. A lot of people are wondering. Yeah. Um, so that makes sense because, so, so basically her question is, you know, the issue is that he only lasts three to five minutes because that's what I thought. I thought Viagra would, it, it, it helped you to get it up in the first place. But once you came, like, you know, it's, it's uh, curtains closed. Um, so, you know, her question is, how do I bring this up? The one thing she says in here that I feel I identify with uh, because I know I have a problem with is she says, I feel uh, I feel like he should be able to realize this on his own. Well, I was yeah. wondering that too, because it sounds like they talked about it because he, she said something like he's a, he doesn't mean to. But then she also said that what you just said. So I'm like, have they're married and this has been going on for probably years and she's never they've never had like a basic sex conversation. Like I mean, I know they're not the most fun conversations to have, but like it just seems there's yeah. a big miscommunication oh. here. Because the fact that you're married and you yeah, exactly. You haven't had just that conversation of you know, because well, at least like hinting something more that you want, you know, yeah, like something. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, even, hey, let's get real kinky tonight. <laughs> Try to go for seven minutes. Like. Yeah. yeah. Let's do a well, 10 minute time. <laughs> Make it fun and festive, decorative. What I want to know is, so we, we you know they're married, but are, are these child brides somewhere? Because it sounds like he comes <laughs> like a 14 year old boy. When you're married for a few years, 
look. Yeah, this lady's a substitute teacher in Florida. But, you know, you're you're not as like, the the first time you're with someone, you're like, oh my God, I'm so excited. And then you can lose control. But when you've been with someone for a few years, it's like, yeah, I I can hold on a little longer. I'm wondering about that too. It seems... Strange. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. It's I. Here's the question: What she does not clarify in this, uh, in this question, is if he comes or not. Because if he comes, that's a different story than him just like losing his erection altogether. Because oh, I assumed he was coming. If he yeah. loses yeah. his erection after having sex with her and they're married, my guess is she's probably a beard. <laughs> like, yeah. <I> <laughs> Either he's uh, gay and he can only hold it for so long, or this is the uh, this is the the worst answer to give, and I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, have you tried losing five pounds, lady? Oh, I'm a horrible person. Maybe. <laughs> See, I don't think that that's even a thing. That's like, true. Viagra's not the answer. It's crunches. It's crunches. It's crunches. Yeah. Oh, I'm, just, I'm making a mean joke at her to, She's smoking hot, and he's kind of like you know. It's like um, I don't. I'm. This is an old reference, but Sex in the City. She's Charlotte and he's Harry, you know, like I don't know he's what a I mean, patty. She's like a smoking hot brunette, you know. Anyway. Sure. Yeah, I, I think I think she's probably pretty good looking. I think if he wasn't coming, that would probably be in there. That being said, she does sound kind of dumb, so she might have left <laughs> it out. And, and but here's here's the thing is I, she's using she's got the right idea. He needs drugs, he needs a chemical. Okay, she's got the wrong chemical. Let me introduce you to my good buddy Whiskey Dick. Um, the first stages of whiskey dick is just taking longer to come. Now, if she goes too heavy in the whiskey dick, then it's the other extreme. Then he is going to need to snort some Viagra off her fucking lower back. Not that I've ever done this. It was very specific. Anyway, um, you're going to have to give him a little bit of whiskey. What's up? I thought it was cocaine that made you hard, but not come. Cocaine will do it too. You're right. (laughs) Cocaine and whiskey lady. They both do. Yeah. Yeah, they both absolutely do. But if you do too much of either one, you just, you can't get it up. It just, Whiskey, not as much as cocaine, but definitely both a little bit. In my yeah. experience, sorry. I will not ask have Whiskey something. Dick Woman explained to me, madam. <laughs> let, let me ask Dan and Jessica something personal, because uh, my, my experience with, with most, not every of the women I've dated, is that uh, penetrative sex is fine or good or, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's neat. It's fun. But what really worked was uh, oral. Dumb in the ass. Wait, no. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Or like it, the arrangement I had with is like, uh, I will provide you with a completion first. And then, because uh, <laughs> I know I'm going to complete when we, when we get to it. So I know I usually you will not complete that way. So I'll take care of you. Then we'll do our thing. Yeah. So, why, well, why you bring up a really good point, and this is why um, that paint that you paint onto your bedroom wall and turns into a chalkboard became so popular. That's where you wrote out the agreement on your bedroom wall. <laughs> 13 minutes oh, of yeah. five minutes of, of regular sex. You know, right. it's not, it's, it wasn't right. for kids. That's a myth. <laughs> That's How are you going to make the game work if you're not keeping score? Absolutely. <laughs> Got to have that little tally board up there. Yeah, no, but, but, I, but I agree with you, and I think this goes back to the original point of, of what Jessica was saying earlier. They obviously haven't had a basic sex conversation because, yeah, if he like munched on her box until she was about to come, then just slipped it in for three to five minutes, like this would not right. be an issue. Yeah, but like, he's got to he's got to know what gets her off because some women get off more from the penetrative stuff. Some women get off more from yeah, the Yeah, they stuff definitely and, need to talk, and it's weird yeah, that they're married and minority, they have it. But a penetrative. I, that's why. I yeah, asked but dude, just, twats are like snowflakes, bro. 
they're, they're, they're cold and they're all different. I know they're all different, but I think they're the majority cold. prefer stimulation that's not penetrative. I'm not saying the penetrative is bad. I'm just saying from my experience, that's why I asked uh, to defer to the Most women. Most women have clitoral orgasms more than G-spot orgasms. Yeah. That's much more easily. Yeah. yeah, but it is but different. Not all of them. And she might not, be, you know, nobody's saying all. Nobody's saying all. But we don't Maybe know what her twat's like, bro. We got to ask her. We got to ask the lady right in the question. So could, yeah. could, he, could the guy have a performance issue, guys, if he's coming so fast all the time? or, or like Yeah, that's why he needs whiskey. He needs whiskey and blow. That's what I'm saying. He needs whiskey and blow to make it last longer. It's going to take Or I, I made a cheap, I took a cheap shot earlier. I said, oh, I lose five pounds. Dude, I could go the other way too. Maybe she is so smoking hot that every time he gets near her, it's just like, oh, I can't control myself because you're so oh, beautiful. And he just that's, loses that's it. Now she I'm needs saying. to gain just, five pounds. It makes more <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now it's again her fault because she's so hot. Yes. <laughs> it's all about her it's waist size. It's her fault. It's definitely yeah. on her. It's either too big a waist or too little a waist. I like <laughs> The idea that she's just too goddamn hot, and now yeah. she's a Christian Bale and Cheney, and just maybe, maybe he's on the verge of having a heart attack, and he's having this. Is a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. We take no responsibility for anything we do. That's right. Yeah. How how dare how dare her husband pay those three goats for her, and she's still too hot. Bro, he gave and her a, and a pig and a chicken. He did yeah. it the proper way, the old school way. Yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Here's 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 some honest advice that I'd say. You know, sometimes <laughs> even though you're married, uh, it and maybe if the sex conversation is too difficult to have face to face, just text it to each other. Like, God, you know, that text, sounds awful. <laughs> well, you need to take uh, uh, cucumber emoji pills. <laughs> yes, but 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 you start having this conversation and you text each other. Now you have evidence of him writing out oh yeah sorry and that is blackmail to get him to to do whatever the fuck you want so it is oh no this sounds like a great relationship <laughs> yes it, it's better and, than and, the stalker one before this it's it's better than psycho stalker <laughs> i was just thinking yeah the, the last lady definitely would have done that the last crazy lady would have taken a picture of him eating the viagra and gone now i own you you will do whatever i say and if you break up with me i will boil your fucking rabbit totally um so yeah i i uh, i think we answered that question i think we did too and like i said i still stand by the whiskey dick thing you need to give him mild whiskey dick and maybe not whiskey, but what? Alicia Pinot Grigio. That's right. Perfect daytime drink. You can fuck in the afternoon and not feel like an alcoholic, you know? Give him a little bit of whiskey dick. Nice. Jake stands by whiskey dick. I stand by my answer of have him pleasure you orally first, and then you probably won't worry about what happens after. Once, yeah. once you are happy, you'll be like, oh, this is really nice. Yeah, okay, you can finish. Go ahead. Maybe she maybe she's never had an orgasm. Just throwing it out there. I Whoa! Agree. It was Whoa! written like a lady who's never oh, came I, before. I didn't even think of this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all that. I didn't even think of that. Oh, not yeah, that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if she's never had good sex, she wouldn't know what it's like. So maybe oh, she wow. is perpetually chasing that train of, okay, if he lasted longer, I'll come. No, yeah. I can go down on you. <laughs> yes, definitely. I agree with yeah. that one. Yeah. Have an, I think that's great advice. Have an orgasm, lady. You deserve it. It's going to be fun. You've earned it. It's your <laughs> fault for not having an orgasm. How yeah. many times do we need to say it? It's your fault. Yeah. Come, dummy. Come, come, come. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a 
a little break and hear from our somewhat sort of sponsors. Listeners, don't go nowhere. Top off your wine. We're about to do the same. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, listening out there on the internet, do you want a crisp and refined Pinot Grigio to maybe chase off a hangover on a uh, perfect Sunday afternoon? Do you maybe have a husband who comes really, really fast and you maybe need to keep his dick going a little longer? You know what I mean? Give him a little, not whiskey dick, but Pinot Grigio dick. Then I can't think of a better wine to give your significant other little more longevity than Alicia Pinot Grigio. Oh my God. It's a Astoria brand one. It's delicious. Really, really crisp, really dry wine. I like that. I like, I, I like a good punch in the palate when I'm, uh, when I'm trying to fucking ward off a hangover. I'm going to finish this bottle and then, uh, I'm going to go fuck my girlfriend for like seven, eight minutes. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Alicia wine, the official wine of making your dick last longer. Get you some. They say that a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, but nothing is worth as much as priceless words of wisdom to wild savages on the internet from the love gurus, and they are back from break now. I love you. Oh, Cassandra the Robot, I love you too. You are the shit. So good at bringing us back from break. We are having an episode, uh, a great episode today. Thank you to both of our amazing guests, uh, Jessica Rattani and Nathan Timmel of the Idiots on Parade podcast. People, look them up on social media. Write us questions at loveguruspodcast at yahoo.com. We are going to take yet more questions from the wild animals on Yahoo Answers. Next question. My mom treats me like a 17-year-old when I go out with my boyfriend. Every time I can't go far places with him, she starts texting me while I'm away. Um, like if I go out for breakfast I, and I don't get home until 3 p.m. She's not the type to tell us bad words, but she told me one day that just because I'm with my boyfriend, she, uh, she made me change when I wore a tank top because it's too open. She's constantly telling me that I don't look good with him. And one time she left us hanging during dinner only because my boyfriend was there. I just think it's disrespectful of her. He usually calls me morning and night, and if she hears that I'm on the phone, she gets me in trouble and tells, uh, tells me stuff out loud. She even told me that she's gonna kick him out of the house if she ever feels the need to. Just for your information, I'm 28 and my boyfriend is 35. She wow. She doesn't want me to post things on Facebook with him. She says she wants someone better for me. Uh, yeah, and then she, I mean, she kind of goes on and on and on and on and on. But basically, Wait, second. Uh, I, I heard his age, I didn't hear hers. She's 28. 28, 30, okay. So, um, but yeah, so she, okay, I guess I will, she said that my boyfriend never disrespected her in any way. So basically the scenario is, She's 28, living with her mother, dating a man who's 35, and her mother is treating her like a 17-year-old every time that she hangs out with the boyfriend. So to me, it's obvious that it's a situation where the mother doesn't like the boyfriend for whatever reason, but if you're living at your mom's house and you're 28, like, yeah. what's all Yeah, you got to pay rent somehow. You're 17 because you are you know, taking it, not taking advantage. We don't know her situation, but it's like, 
Yeah, I guess that's true. Maybe she's like taking care of her mom. Fuck no, she's not. That's not. No matter what, no matter what the age is, your parent will look at you like you are their child. You will always see your, you know, you you can the, the kid will be fifty and the mom will be seventy five or whatever, and you'll still see your little baby. So. First of all, get over that, the idea that she treats you like you're 17. She wants to protect you and take care of you. So maybe she goes about it in a way that you don't like. But even if she's wrong-minded, I bet she has your best interest at heart, as at least the way she sees it. She's your mom. She loves you. She, she wants to approve of your boyfriend. Whether or not that's any of her business, that's another matter. But I, I don't know that I would automatically look at it as a, at it as a negative. That sounds like a fucking pain in the ass. I'm so glad my mom left our family when I was nine, so I don't have to put up with this nonsense. <laughs> Calls on holidays yeah. and birthdays. That's what a mother's for. <laughs> Anything else I can fuck off. I don't care what your opinion is on my, 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 my girlfriend, boyfriend, non-binary fuck partner. I don't give a shit, mom. I'm doing, what, I'm, what, I'm doing what I do, boo. You know who, who else had a mom leave him when he was just a kid? Huh. Tucker Carlson, and look how he turned out. Rich, famous, but also an asshole. I'd like to think uh, that I'm the Tucker Carlson of, of internet dating advice. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here, so she's, I think that, I, I, like, I understand your point, Nathan, that your, your parents always look at you, well, not always, most, most of the time. They look at you always as, as their child. But she also... I think that she herself needs to grow up. So again, I guess like, you know, the fact that she lives with her mother, of course, you know, there's a myriad of different situations why that could be completely fine. You know, she's not necessarily milking off of her mother. However, if she is 28 and in an adult relationship, she needs to grow up and she needs to be like, look, I'm an adult. I'm going to live my life. And you, she, the, the fact that she's, giving into her mother so much and, you know, fighting with her, I think is, is giving her mother like more power because she thinks, Oh, I'm almost there. I'm almost like, you know, going to, you know, reel her back in. Also, also living in her basement until you're a middle-aged person is fucking giving her a lot of control over you too. Maybe, maybe move out of there. I don't know. Well, maybe they're, uh, maybe they're like Swedish or something where that's normal. You know, <laughs> don't talk about Sven that way, mom. Fuck her. I fuck I want to fuck. Did you say she, um, she, 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 her mom made her change clothes at the table? Did she describe the clothes? Did I hear tank top or am I making that up? Yeah, she said tank top. Yeah, tank okay. top. So it's not like a sports bra. Um, I don't know. We, we, the problem is we, we can only infer everything. Like uh, who's, There's a lot who's of things that we're not. Is, is daughter really crate wild and mom's trying to, we, we, we don't really know. We know that. Both sides seem frustrated with the other. Mom wants uh, her daughter to date someone different and daughter wants to be left alone. I don't, I don't know that we have enough information here because, you know, like, is, is, the, is the boyfriend a loser living at home too? Or is he like a professional guy that, you know, could be worthy? Yeah, of yeah. I agree. We don't know, like, if the mom's being remotely rational or she's just, like, totally crazy. Yeah, what if, uh, what if the mom is, like, a hippie and this guy is, like, 35, but, like, a partner at, like, a private equity firm, but the hippie right. mom is, like, how dare you take away? How dare don't you take capital yeah. <laughs> Don't date that CEO. He eats meat. He is the devil. Date or, a vegan that lives in his parents' basement. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe they're just Italian. Maybe it's an Italian mom. Put on some clothes. You, you know, I don't do accents, but it's like maybe she's just a normal Italian mom that's, that's just, you know, 
Hey, I'm Italian. I was have a with that. <laughs> oh, is she is she is she Italian Italian or or New York yeah. Italian? Is she like exactly. hey, Italian. no one's good enough for my daughter over here? Or is she like, no one's good enough for my daughter? Help me make it a sauce. Don't fuck with that guy. That guy's no good. He's no good for you. He's no good for you, Sharon. <laughs> You're fucking a loser. He's a loser. I'm going to call your cousin who's connected. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get your cousin Antonio and Vinny and Tony Ooh. to beat his ass. He's yeah. no good. <laughs> Just trying to protect her daughter. <laughs> I think it's fucking amazing that this lady has, has any sort of discrepancy on who the, the daughter's at this point. It's amazing that she cares who she's dating. You know who, um, if I had a 28-year-old daughter living in my house, my ideal suitor for her would be literally any guy that could marry her and get her the fuck out of my house. I don't give a yeah. shit. You kind of, at some point, you're kind of like just someone, you know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, but to, let's be honest. 28 isn't old. Like, that's still, like, you know, pretty young in the in the grand scheme of things. And so... Um, it's I old know, for this it, question. It's old for every single other detail around it. It's not old in terms of, hey, uh, should you get checked for fucking sure. prostate cancer? But like, sure. it's, it's old for living in your parents' basement and your mom yeah. cock-blocking you. I, my thing about this question is, first of all, I, I watch a lot of reality TV. And this is, uh, you know, this has like 90 Day Fiance written all over it. You know, this is... Uh, it's with like, or, and what I mean by that is that everyone in this equation sounds crazy. Like I'm imagining the 35 year old is video game guy from uh, the Simpsons. I'm imagining she is honey boo boo as an adult. I'm imagining the mother is, uh, again, like, it's like everyone is kind of crazy. And so she's looking for advice. Like, she is just the, break out of the crazy circle. Like is she the mom get out of there. fat honey boo boo mom or new slim sexy honey boo boo mom? Which oh, one? But, oh, but does it matter? Oh, or one other uh, messed up skinny hot mom? Yeah, sober skinny hot mom. Dude, I'm from the Midwest. This is fucking. This is mother smoke to me. I love this question <laughs> now. Oh, I hope she's hot and skinny and messed up. Yeah, I, I like what Suzanne just said. I, I I want to know more about the guy. She really glosses over who he is. She doesn't say, my boy. She says he's thirty five. That's it. We don't know like uh like like I said earlier. Is he living at home too? She doesn't. We don't know anything about his job. We don't know if he's responsible. I mean, yeah. No, this guy's a fucking loser, dude. He's a loser. You can tell because when they gloss over the details, again, this is her trying to sell, hey, look what a fucking cunt my mother is, right? Like that's essentially her, that should be the title of this question, right? That's her, that's her angle. That's what she's pushing. She's not saying why she's living at home. She's yeah. not doing some, oh, I'm living at home to help my mother look at this selfless thing. No, no, no. no. Right. She just doesn't have her shit together. It's, and it's fine. But I'm just saying it, it is what it is. Uh, she breezes over the guy. She mentions... He's never been disrespectful to her. That's, that's the only good thing you can say about the guy you're fucking and trying to defend. He hasn't told my mom to go fuck herself. Like, there should be better qualities in a dude than hasn't told my mom to fuck off. Like, I've never told anyone's mom to fuck off. I'm still a shitty dude. You understand? This guy is shitty like me. You know, they, the, another such, or scenario is that they could be sort of like, you know, Southern in the sense that, you know, her mom is like this big haired Texas woman who's like crazy about working out, like self tans. And she has 
you know, nurtured and raised this daughter, put her in beauty pageants, you know. I thought the mom was hot, so you said she was taking her to beauty pageants. Now I'm yeah, and she and now she's dating this guy, and her mom's like, "Well, you guys just don't look good together." So she's dating this troll, and the mom is just never going to approve because the mom is very superficial. So, but 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 even if that's true, my advice is still the same: that she needs to break out of this crazy circle. I thought you were going to go somewhere different when you said the Southern relationship. I'm like, uh, uh, wait, it's, it's Alabama and that's her brother and they're living in the same basement with mom. I, I, I thought that was going to be the place you were going. <laughs> you guys don't look good together because you're in a family picture together. <laughs> that's your brother and sister, not your first cousin. You go out and find someone that's appropriate for you. <laughs> you can do better than your cousin. Have you met your second cousin? He's fucking hot. Has a good job at the factory. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I don't, I, I don't have any other advice for her other than, but yeah, you're right. We are, we are left out without a, a lot of details. So we just have to. Now the lack of details speaks loudly to me. It does. The lack of details means there's a lot of flaws to this guy. She's just not putting him in there. Literally <laughs> the best thing she could say is he hasn't been rude to my mother. I have exes who's uh, like their mothers were fucking horrid, horrid people. Did I fucking be rude to them? No, because I'm not a monster. That's Maybe not you've been rude to them, and that's why they're your exes. Maybe if you'd been rude to their mom, you'd still be with them. <laughs> you, you, think, you think maybe that would have killed us again? It's like, I've been waiting for someone to tell my mom to fuck off. Take me now, you sexy beast of a man. Finally, yep. someone did it. You're welcome. I wish I had given you that advice 10 years ago. Dude, we need to fucking get a DeLorean with a flux capacitor. We're going we're gonna to drive 88 miles an hour, and we're going to go tell 24-year-old Jake to, how to stay with some girl that he really didn't like that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're the shittiest time travel. the 80s. Yeah, we just, we just go back and fucking make the past worst. <laughs> we come back to the future, and we're like, oh, dude, now it's, it's an even a shittier reality TV star that's running the country. Holy shit. That would, that <laughs> really drops the ball. That's hilarious. Why don't they... I, why don't they make that? I mean, I guess it's sort of like a, a idiocracy or whatever. But yeah, like it's how presumptuous that you go back in the in the past and fix things and it's going to be better. Like well, they did. It was a, a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode where Homer keeps going back in the past and changing it, and it keeps coming out to. And oh, nice. There's a drama one of that called um, "I." This is going to show you how fucking dumb I am with history. I think. Uh, 112264, which is, it was off of Stephen, I, I think Stephen King wrote it. It was a series with James Franco where he finds a, a portal in a diner to take him back to a specific time in like the, the 60s. Mm -hmm. And his goal is to stop Kennedy from being assassinated. And was that? It's really good. It's on Hulu. But it was, it was right before like, you know, all his allegations came out. <laughs> so it kind of cock blocked the fucking series. Oh, in terms buried of buried the promotion. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good show, though. I, you know. <laughs> I'm not saying it outweighs, you know, rapiness or whatever he did, but it, it's a fucking good show. All the acting students he raped were worth it. <laughs> <laughs> if they got a spot on this show, they can't really complain. That's all I'm saying. It's a good show. I would suck James Franco off right now for a spot on that show. I don't even swing that way. Uh, 
I think we answered that question. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did too. Have sex with James Franco instead of this guy. There's acting roles in it for you. Anyway, uh, next question on the Love Gurus podcast. Uh, last question of the show, I think. Yeah, last, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last question. We are taking our last question of the show. Write us your questions at lovegurus.podcast at yahoo.com. Another question from Yahoo Answer. Last question. Is this considered cheating? My ex and I remain friends as we have known each other. Wait, before, if you have to ask, the answer is yes. <laughs> if you're asking the question, yeah. yes, the answer is yes, you cheated. That, that, <laughs> what more do we need? If you are asking, it means you are looking for a get out of jail free card or a free pass on something that you did that you know was wrong. So I'd, be, I'd be shocked if we read the rest of this and it turned out not to be cheating. It yeah. would be it would be the plot twist That's, of the fucking century. Okay, well, let me right, read so. the rest of it. <laughs> Is this considered cheating? My ex and I remain friends as we've known each other from a young age. He's married now, but we talk to each other from time to time. My current boyfriend is very jealous, and he doesn't want me to talk to my ex, which I agree. As I am now in the quarantine and suspect of having corona and isolated, I told my boyfriend to stay with me on the line as I felt very lonely, but he refuses because he's busy with his friends all the time and he told me to find someone else to talk to. I called my ex and had a long, friendly phone call and he told me to call him anytime if I needed anything. Is this considered cheating? I'm your, confused your by this whole thing. Is a controlling piece of shit. Dump him, dump him, dump him. Strong. We should na- Nick, uh, Nathan's nickname for the podcast is Cannon because every opinion is strong right out of the cannon. Boom. Yes. Cheating. <laughs> Boom. Yes. Get his dick hard. <laughs> oh, God. All of these are such sad women, aren't they? These questions. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, so, so what's happened in this situation is that there's a, a woman who had a, an ex, but they were childhood friends. So who knows when they dated? Maybe they like dated in high school or something. She now is suspected of having corona, so she's isolating herself, feeling very lonely. So she reaches out to her boyfriend, and her boyfriend is like, listen, I'm busy. <laughs> like he can never I, talk to her. Yeah. So yeah. she's feeling lonely. You don't have COVID. Like, it's a liberal hoax, bitch. Bang. Also, <laughs> like, if, it, if, if they're living somewhere where she is the virus shouldn't he be less busy like not going out as much I'm so confused <laughs> with that thing. i can't talk right now linda i'm going to sturgis <laughs> oh god uh, uh, so she's alone scared as you probably would be if you had coronavirus and she didn't know who else to call you know so she calls her ex now there's certainly the argument of is that the only person you could have reached out to if you're feeling lonely? Sure. But at the same time, it's, you know, I feel like she's, there's that, um, she's looking for someone to comfort her, someone to, to you know, basically tell her that it's going to be okay. And her ex right. obviously fits that bill. So yeah. I don't, I mean, maybe there's an argument that it's emotional cheating. Is it cheating in my opinion? No, because she has such a shitty relationship anyway that she should be able to do whatever she wants. Yeah. That was a, it, it ended up being a plot twist. Yeah, yeah it really calmed <laughs> up. She, in fact, I will say she that should. That was better than anything M. Night Shyamalan did. That yeah, day. yeah. It's, it's, she should. Not only do I, I, I feel that it's not cheating, but I don't say that in a good way. I think you should cheat on your, I think you should dump this guy, 
have sex with your ex because look, uh, giving your significant other or your ex sweet, sweet loving while she has COVID, that either means one of two things. You're either um, under 35 or you're the ro most romantic man that's ever lived. You know, either way, that's great. Am I mistaken in that the ex is, is married? So yeah, the ex is married. So, which is, which is the only part of this romantic story that it's kind of like, oh, that's a shame. Because how cute is it that, you know, he, like, helps her through COVID. They reconnect. Uh, but then the fact, the fact that he's married, it's kind of like, well, that's yeah. If anything, I feel worse for that guy's wife. Uh, yeah. let, let, my, let my fiance catch me fucking texting my ex. Oh, baby, it's because she got COVID. She's going to murder me. <laughs> going to murder the ex. She's going to murder that guy just for being involved. She's just going to fucking clean sweep every single character in this question. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I sort of had a very innocent take. I was like, oh, it's, it's actually really sweet. He's just supporting her. But then if my, one of my boyfriend's ex, if he was talking to her on the phone when she had COVID, I would, I would, yeah. I would be pissed. I would be yeah. mad. Yeah, it's, it, it let my girlfriend, I'll be like, I don't care if this motherfucker has Ebola and he's going to die tomorrow. Why are you talking to him? Fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I, don't, I don't care if her dying, if her dying wish is a dick pic from my boyfriend, I'm still not okay with it. Well, actually, yeah. No, yeah. If, if one of his exes was dying from cancer and her dying wish was a picture of his dick, I would take the picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make-A-Wish Foundation stops at 16 for good reasons. It gets fucking, <laughs> gets dark and creepy at that point. <laughs> do you want to meet, do you want to meet Mickey Mouse? No, no, no. I want to sniff, uh, I, I, I want to sniff Jennifer Aniston's panties. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston now. I like them older, even though I'm only 17. I got my yeah. preferences early in life. How, how would you feel about this, Jessica? If your if your uh, if the, your partner was talking to an ex and and comforting that person, you know, when they had COVID, I was just I was just thinking about this because I feel like we're back to like the ex thing because I feel like I've had I have like a I have a friend a real friendship with one of my exes mm -hmm. and you know we we talk fairly often mostly texting but every now and then on the phone. And I'm remotely not interested in him and he's dating someone else and I'm dating someone else. Um, but then I also have dealt with exes of people I've dated that it's clearly not a healthy friendship. Like there's so many red flags, you know what I mean? So I think it would really depend on a lot of things. I mean, it doesn't sound like she's treating it like a friendship, the ex. You know oh, what I mean? She, she's looking... It's yeah, because she's she's concerned. If you're concerned about it, obviously that's on your mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. She's still clearly attracted to the ex. See, I she could be, but also it, it, there's a there's a part of me that thinks that just her current boyfriend is so controlling, like she doesn't, you know, she's she doesn't have like the <laughs> mental capacity to be like, no, it's actually okay when I do this. You're being controlling, like controlling or yeah. just the shit and she is i don't know that i got the sense that and i hate to go back to the very first uh thing is that she just seems sort of weak-willed like fucking stand up for yourself lady Dump yeah he's like out. i'm not gonna talk to you or spend time with you but you better not talk to anybody else like what is like what is this the 40s or 50s like what's yeah. happening yeah, yeah. it's so it's weird this is this is another one. I'm like, what country is this, or or decade? I don't understand. In my village, we do not talk to women. We paid for the, the 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 sheep and and the chickens. We 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 don't have time for conversation. 
I don't care that you have COVID. My God. Yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, understand. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, I feel like we answered that question. Should we do one quick lightning round? Because I feel lightning like this isn't, this isn't a good, uh, I, don't, I don't like how this is uh, leaving my palate for this podcast. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. It was, it was sad. It was like, uh, yeah. It makes me a little yeah. sad. It yeah, a little sad. Because, a little, I'm little like, sad. A, she wasn't cheating, but B, she could have been. Would you have gotten mad at Tina Turner for cheating on Ike in the first half no. of the movie? What's love got to do with it? No, you wouldn't. Get you some. You know, that's what I say. <laughs> anyway, uh, last okay. question on the Love Gurus. People, write us questions at Love Gurus Podcast at Yahoo.com. Quick lightning round question. Okay, so for lightning round, we'll just, we'll just go around and do like a quick hot take on this question. Uh, would you be okay with this? Say you live with your boyfriend in an apartment together. One day, you come home and you notice there's an attractive woman there. The woman is actually a co-worker of your boyfriend's and apparently she's staying over at the apartment by sleeping on the couch for the time being because she was kicked out of her apartment and doesn't have anywhere else. <laughs> this is dumber than just lying and saying she had COVID. <laughs> The problem is that your boyfriend didn't even bother to discuss it with you before he invited her to sleep over until she got back on her feet. Would you be okay with this, provided that she's actually pretty friendly? No, because what, okay, the instant she says, oh my God, I get kicked out, and he goes, hey, you can stay at my place, it should be, well, let me call my girlfriend. It shouldn't be you walk into the apartment and there she is. You should have gotten a phone call and a text. Hey, my coworker is going through some shit. We need to step up and be, you're, you're really going to like her. She's a wonderful person. But when you just walk in on it, I mean, that's, that's a telltale sign right there of something being wrong. That's a lack of communication where you just, if he did not call or text you and say, we need to talk, that, that's a discussion. Even if it's a, only a one night thing, you, you, call, you, you do not offer that up. Even, even with your guy friends, you know, like, oh, I got, I got a buddy crashing here for the night. Uh, that that's obviously a lesser thing, but you still like, hey, uh, there's a way of asking a question by by making a statement like, hey, my buddy's done some work, can he stay here? You're sort of like asking, but you you open up the lines of communication. So no, you're not okay with that. Just just someone. Should, you know, <laughs> Jessica, how would you feel if you were in this situation? Live with him? Yeah. So they they live together, and it's the boyfriend's coworker who is quote unquote an attractive woman is gonna crash for a while because she got kicked out of her apartment. Well, just the fact that they live together and he hasn't told her is really weird and disrespectful. And I mean, I would have been weird if they if they were dating in a good relationship and they didn't live together, but the fact that they live together and he's doing that, it's really, really strange. And then on top of it, it's like when she gets back on her feet, well, that could be months. Like what, I mean, it just sounds, and the, and and the and if I was that if I was this woman, I, my spidey sense would be going off. Like, why is she asking him, her random coworker, if she can stay? She's nowhere else to stay. Well, then no one likes her. Like, she's not a good woman. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So overall, maybe if it was a night, I could maybe understand. But even that would be disrespectful. Um, so, what was the question again? <laughs> yeah. No. No. You you answered it. That yeah. So you, you, your answer to her is that you wouldn't be okay with it. That it's disrespectful. They right? need to communicate better, or their yeah. relationship sounds like it has some issues there. Right. Now he. Okay. Now here's my answer, and I don't know how this is gonna make me sound. It. And this may sound shallow. It depends how hot she is. If she. <laughs> if she is like fucking smoking hot. 
I love my boyfriend and he's so sweet, but I know she's not going to be interested in him. In him, Does that make sense? Oh my God. I thought you were going to go the other way. I thought you were like, ah, he's not fucking this bridge troll. troll. I like her. And she looks like she can cook carbs. She can yeah. stick around. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. If someone, <laughs> I have, I have had friends stay with me when they like, you know, for a week or something because they like, you know, whatever. So, and it's totally fine because here's the thing is actually kind of nice to have like an extra pair of hands around, like, you know, to like, you know, help clean and like stuff like that. As as, like, <laughs> you have a servant now. I have a servant. My boyfriend brought a servant home from work. You know, they're normally like, hey, guess what? I brought home dinner. <laughs> the second thing I will say is that <laughs> even though it's uh, a Woody, a Woody film, I quite enjoyed Vicky Cristina Barcelona. That was an excellent film. Same scenario. Yeah. Vicky Cristina Bar- Barcelona. Nah, that's a deep, that's a deep it, Woody cut. It's uh, so it's basically, it's basically the same situation where. Uh, oh. Not either. Oh, sorry. I think the internet's freezing up. Oh yeah. Sorry. I think my, yeah. So, so Vicky Cristina Barcelona is where it's, it's Javier Bodem, Penelope Cruz and Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, who's smoking hot, just happens to need a place to stay, and they're basically like a thruple for the summer. Like, it's kind of fun. Like, <laughs> is it yet another movie where Woody Allen just has like, like, seven, oh, and then Woody Allen, not Harrelson, damn it. it. <laughs> oh, wait, I wait, is it Woody Harrelson or Woody Allen? Woody Allen, Woody Allen. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just where he's he's walking around looking like a goofy bridge trolls accountant, and there's just women. Just fuck me, Woody Allen. Fuck me, fuck me. Yeah, <laughs> there's like, women, like like thirty no. year old women, just like oh, I really yeah. am just so in love with you. <laughs> it's just it's one thing in in um what's 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 the Larry David show on uh it's one thing on that because he plays himself it's like oh this is like a really funny and super successful and super rich dude fine makes up for the fact that he's fucking crazy he looks like count chocula (laughs) if he was a real dude like (laughs) this is just a guy who's making like 50k a year and looks like that he's like i'm tired of beating off all these hot women they keep lunging at me <laughs> they, they jump at me red eagle and hit me in the face I, it's just i i'm getting fucking wounded every day yeah J- jake do you, do you have any any closing thoughts on the the situation uh yeah i don't think this guy did anything wrong at all end of the show people that's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah i uh you remember you remember how last question I said my girlfriend would literally murder me if she caught me texting someone and because I, I said she had COVID? Uh, if she caught me with a coworker living on the couch because she just didn't have a place to stay, it would be like the last scene in Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> I would be strapped to a fucking gurney. Here we see the awful price of treason. It, I'm talking drawn and quartered. I'm talking medieval. She's pulling my fucking guts out in front of a crowd of like angry women and probably some gay dudes. Like, yes, queen, rip his guts off. Back his genitals before him. That is the price he must pay. And it would, it would just be fucking, it would be biblical. It would be Old Testament. This is what happens when you eat chicken on a Tuesday or whatever the fuck the rules are. It would, it would get wild. It would get wild if I ever did this. If I ever even asked her, hey, Karen needs a place to say, oh, oh my God, you have a gun. Where did you get that? 
I'm sorry. I'll tell her to fuck off. Yeah, I can see a lot of women getting very upset just even being asked. But Dude, just yeah. being, I would not have the balls to ask my girlfriend as a joke. And I ask a lot of fucked up questions just to troll her. I would not say this shit to be cute. Not even for a fun little podcast topic. I would not do it. Not even as a joke would I ask my girlfriend about this. Uh, this man is insane. <laughs> Uh, perfect. I, I think relationship. This is how he chose to do it. Yeah, this is rough, man. Yeah. Well, I I think we answered that question. And my, am I glad that we ended on that note uh, <laughs> than the other one? So, Absolutely. All uplifting stories today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do what this last guy did, or your girlfriends will kill you. Uh, that's that's I think good advice for all the listeners. Uh, this has been a fun episode. Break up, except for the Viagra one. That was a. Uh, get eaten out but the other questions were or drink whiskey i think both is a good option but i think uh uh cunnilingus can and 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 booze i think is a good combination for that guy it's always the answer those two things yeah and that was my favorite maya angelo poem is cunnilingus (laughs) (laughs) it was was a b-side very underrated uh but no this has been a fun episode thank you to our guests thank you to nathan timmel thank you to jessica rotondi yeah Uh, follow them on social media check out timmel's stuff on Spotify and Amazon, buy his books, learn how to raise some kids. Check out Jessica's show at Tiny Cupboard, the Boom Boom Room, October 14th. See you live. Until next time, listeners, write us at Love Gurus Podcast at Yahoo.com. See you next week. Later. Later.